Y'all safe? Where are your kids? Y'all safe? It's so funny because I'm in I'm in a building. Here, are we live on YouTube? A good You can lower that light, Lozi. I have my Gansam Mishpacha here. How many people are on Zoom right now? 71 people on Zoom. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. What do we have? First of all, a tremendous Mazel Tov to Dr. Shamroth on the birth of a granddaughter. Mazel Tov. Dr. Shamroth is Menachem Mata's father-in-law. He's a big... So Mazel Tov to Dr. Shamroth. Oh, and yeah, and Rabbi Leader, that's right, he had a... Granddaughter. Also a granddaughter. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov, Rabbi Leader. Mazel Tov. Back to Shamroth. Shamroth. All right. Oh, to, uh, I see you guys. You see me? To, oh yeah, we said Mazel Tov. Judah, Judah David, his daughter got engaged, so Mazel Tov to him. All right, so we're going to start with a little bit of uh, email here. So Rabbi Isai, first of all, it's the first Shabbos that we're in complete isolation. Rabbi Langer, oh, Rabbi Langer, Mazel Tov to you. On the, on the marriage of a granddaughter, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. I believe it is the first, the first Shabbos, maybe in history, I don't know, that so many shul, so many shulin, so many batiknesiyoy, so many yeshivas were closed down. Not all, I know there's some, but let's say 75% of shuls in the world. Rabbi said everybody hears you, so you got to lower it a little bit. I know I'm home now and... The family's all excited, but they got to lower it down. I was just thinking one machshava, just a, a, one, one machshava to myself, I might be off. What can we learn for this, from this whole situation, There's the, the famous Zoyar. People say, you know, what do I care if so-and-so does an Avero? What do I care if so-and-so does a mitzvah? Call Yisrael Arabim Zelazah, the famous Zoyar. Person's on a boat. And he takes a big drill and he starts drilling in his room. And he said, what are you doing? going to bring the boat down. He says, it's my room. It's mine. It's my issue. It's not your issue. And they say, no, we're all in this together. And sometimes you think to yourself, so what if I'm learning a little Torah here? I'm learning a daf. I'm in my house. Nobody sees me. No, it has an ashpa. Obviously, it has an ashpa on you. It has an ashpa on your family. And it has an ashpa on all of Klai Yisrael. And now, for the first time, I could, I feel it. I see it with myself. One guy in China had Ashpa in the whole world. And that's Lura. And when it comes to Toiv, it's, as the Gemara says, many, many more times. How many more times? 520 times. If you learn here the Ashpa that you have on somebody else, now we see it. Because now we understand what contagious means and how you get infected by something and you can be infected from Tyra. So that, that was just the thought that I had. You said to yourself, what I'm doing here has nothing to do with anybody. Yes, it does have to do with everybody. We're all related. We're all connected. Email. I want to express my to you and your family. I'd also like to thank your amazing team that make this all happen. By the way, this is the first time in my 
I finished Shas saying Shir in Chicago, so that's eight years. Here another two plus years, ten years, first time that I had a woman present at my Dafi Shir. My own daughter is sitting here, I don't know what she's doing. Bye-bye! My grandson is here. Okay. I want to express my Akarsat Toiv. And thank you, the, the amazing team that make this all happen. Fine. I want to thank as well, and most important, as you mentioned several times, the Chabura and the entire Chabura. Today, the entire Chabura is online. They're on Zoom. But he wants to thank you guys. And it's because of your showing up, even on Zoom, he says, in parentheses, listening to the count, gives me such chizuk as it does our Rib Eli. Okay, gives me chizuk. It absolutely does give me chizuk. I never did the daf in my life until I watched the Sima Shas and your eight-minute ad came up and I was hooked. I don't know where it came up, but okay, he saw it somewhere. I guess he means like on Yeshiva World News, whatever, that day. And I was hooked and he says, on the daily shear. In fact, I made a chasana on Sunday night. Yes, a corona chasana. And I went to sleep at 5.30 a.m. And I would not go to sleep. I told myself to do the daf. All right, that's tremendous. Unbelievable. That's the way it has to be. No matter what, you do the daf. The chasana was a challenge, but a gift to remind me the chesed Hashem does every day. You take something, you take a challenge, and you make from it good. You see the good in everything. You alluded to this in Shir today about something big is going on. I wrote to my daughter and I'm convinced that the Satan must know something big as if he's trying to interrupt our Torah and Tefillah. Yeah. We had such momentum. We're doing brachas. Everybody's in. Everybody loves it. It's Kishmak. And we said Shabbos is a different type. By the way, are you guys enjoying Shabbos? I'm loving it. Anybody here enjoying Shabbos? Anybody? Raboisai! I got two, I got three, I got a bunch of people enjoying Shabbos. Shabbos is unbelievable. The Svaris, the Gishmak. And then comes the Yetzer. He tries to interrupt us. And we are not going to let him. I'm, I'm just ad-libbing it. He doesn't say that. We are not going to let him. May we all be mechazik and I limited in tefillah in these unprecedented times. But most importantly, our bein odom l'chavere. Good point. If people are in need and you can help even a phone call to make someone laugh and forget the tzara for a bit, or in Rebelli's case, a shir that is a mechazik to us all. This in, addition, this in addition will be the reason that we'll all be able to eat the carbon Pesach shortly. Amen. He's reminded, uh, when I was giving shir in Chicago, this must have been at least 15 years ago, there was a kid that walked in, and I knew his dad, his dad went off the derech and he got divorced. And the kid came in, and we were learning a sugi that the kid was familiar with. And he asked Kashis, and everything was good, and he never came back, and he never was there before. So when she was over, I just I called up his mother, but she didn't pick up. So I left a message on the answering machine. You guys remember the answering machine thing? It once existed, you leave a message, you, there's a cassette, you play it back. And I left a message, I said, you know, your son is amazing. He has such good Kashis, I didn't even have the answer for them. It was beautiful, he's, he's great in learning. And I hung up, 20 seconds. And like uh, two weeks later, her father came over to me and he said, I want you to know that she walks around with this tape and she shows it to people. And she cries when she shows it to people. I had no idea. I just left it 20 seconds. That's all it took. 20 seconds, you could call anybody up and make a, a difference in somebody's life. All right. No, drug, no jokes. This continues. No jokes. I struggle in these times to make Shever Brachas. But the daf, nothing can stop me. As I, said to, as I said to my Rosh Hashiva's son at my daughter's chasana, 
I think he's referring to me, I'm not 100% sure, I, but you know, I'll take it. You made me have such a Yetzer Hara for learning. Ah! It's a great line. You made me have a Yetzer Hara for learning. That's right. You read correctly. May Hashem take us May we all meet in Shir in Eretz HaKodesh B'Mehera. P.S. I miss Reb Nachman's undertone. <laughs> where's, where's Mr. Kornbluth? Is he on tonight? Yeah, he's right there. Here he is. Do you miss Mr. Reb Nachman Seltzer's undertone? Nachman Seltzer sits right next to me and he says every single word of the Gemara. Some pe- he's not listening now, so it's good. Some people get annoyed. He says he misses Reb Nachman's undertone. It's because of him I repeat every word. And this I don't like so much. And your new mic lets me know when you're hungry since you started the new video equipment. Ouch. Yeah, I have uh, bad eating habits. So now, Raboisai, I can't make fun of my wife. I can't make fun of my kids. I can't say Yishkoyach. I can't see Vachulu Vachulu. I can't even have a growling stomach. I'm done. I'm mamish done. This is Nairi Vayim. Wow. We got, we, got a, we, got a, we got a follower from Zimbabwe. Talking about safaris. Where is he? I forgot his name. What's his name? He's somewhere. Edmore from, from Zimbabwe with the, with the Israeli flag. Way to go, Zimbabwe. We got South Africa, and we got Zimbabwe. And we got Gimel right over there. Shimon Weiss is waiting from Gimel. Hillel's online. All right, you can shut off the thing. Wouldn't miss it. Thank you. Attached is a Corona Sherry Brochus in Midwood, Brooklyn. See attached picture. Akiva Eliyahu Boaz. Here's the Sherry Brochus that's supposed to be in Midwood. You guys see it? Anyway, so here's the guy that sent this beautiful email. Yishkoyach. One more? Yala, I was trying, we're supposed to be learning now. This one is an old one. I didn't, never read this one. But I just thought it's funny because it's Matzah Shabbos. Just would like to say that I really enjoy viewing Yashir. First of all, the energy, the simcha come right out through the screen. Real Stefanski energy. Then it's a pleasure to look at such a Tzalem Kim. Tzalem Kim. Always clean shaven. The hair is always neat. Same suit and shirt. Plus Matzah Shabbos. Tie. I had to read it. But really, the way you explain the daf with all the visuals and what it does, not to leave out all the chevr in the shir, keep it lively. Hashem should bless you with the koyach and time to keep on teaching Torah for many more years, and you should dance at your grandson's wedding together with your wife. But he's the one that sent in uh, uh, the beautiful painting that we already hung at the entrance to my house here in Ramah Pachemesh. Zimbabwe, what's going on, man? I, but I thought, I thought the uh, do not disturb is on. Thirty minutes from Jonathan Stefanski. <coughs> is it shutting off YouTube every time he calls? Time is calling. Yeah, no, it is. I, I ignore him, but whatever. And then what happens to YouTube? It just goes back on. Yeah. Sorry, YouTubers. <coughs> Unbelievable. We're in quarantine and we're learning Torah together. Unbelievable. Gufa. We're daftes vav amadalef. Omer Yehuda Omer Shmuel. Shmuel Nasser Gazru u'b'shmuel Nasser Nechleku. 
We're talking about Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, the students of Hillel, the students of Shammai got together in the attic and they went through everything, they argued on 18 things, but the halacha came out like Beis Shammai because there were more Beis Shammai that day than Beis Hillel. Where's the machloikas? It says everybody agreed to everything. That day that they argued and they had to say that like Bishamai, there was a machloikas on all 18. But then, Basilel agreed to Bishamai the following day. So there was a machloikas. Gufa Amar Avuna. There are only three machloikas in between the Rebbe's, not the students, not Beishamai and Beishilel. Hillel and Shammai, only three. I find it fascinating that in all three, the halacha is like neither of them. Their Talmidim argued with over a hundred times that amount. Three hundred machloikas in. The Rebbe's only three. As we're going to see today, what are the three machloikas in? We have a machloikas, how much dough do you have to make in order to be mafresh chala? And if you have a mikvah, we know a mikvah needs 40 saw, and you're trying to fill it up with 40 saw of rainwater, comes a shnukel and pours in sink water into the mikvah. He ruins it. How much water do you need to pour in to ruin it? And then we have the famous machloikas that we had in Mesech Nida about We'll see it inside. Here's the first machloikis. Shamai Oimer Mikav Chala. In order to be Chayev Afrosh's Chala, you need a Kav. Okay. Much better sound today in Zoom. Great. Vihil Oimer Mikabayim. Now, we could either move weiter, or we could talk about this for an hour, or we could do the dumbed-down version. It goes like this. The Torah says that your chayev chala, we learn from oimer. How much is a oimer? Asiris ha'eifa. One-tenth of an eifa. If you want, you go into the Masifta or the art scroll. I'm sure there's many different pictures here. Uh, where is this? Here we go. There's something called Asklav Gudu. Asklav Gudu. Eifa, Sa, Kav, Lug, Beitzah. That's Asklav. Gudu is Gimel, Vav, Dal, Vav. Fine, go. Memorize this chart. Everything will be great. What's going on here is as follows. We need to come up with a tenth of an Eifa. So an eifa equals 432 eggs. If you do with this asklav gudu thing, you do it yourself. 432. What's a tenth of 432? 43.2. Great. How do you remember that? Chala. The word chala. Ches is eight. A five is 43. 43 eggs. Point two. Now. A, a court now, should I tell you about Legavu and Barafai? An Eifa is also 18 Kav. 18 Kav. So if you take 10% of 18 is 1.8, but we really need to get to 2. How do you get to 2? 
10% of 18. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it does. In Gemara language, they used to always figure once you're done, your final number. So if your final number is 20, 10% of that is 2. In other words, if you have 4, what's 1 out of 4? 25%. But in Gemara language, you take the 1, you put it after the 4, so you have 5. And what's 1 out of 4? 20. 20%. It's a fifth. It's either the total number, or like we do today, 1 is 25%, or 1 is 20%, depending on how you look at it. 1 is 25% of 4, if you're starting with 4, or if you're ending up with 5, so 1 is 20% of 5. It's the same thing here. Eifa is 18 kav. But depending, if you look at it beforehand or after, milabar or milagav. If it's milabar, so you do the final number, 20, you take, you take 10% of 20, which is 2 kav. So that's machlag b'sham v'sil. Sham v'sil argue, they both admit that, it, that it's 2 kav. But b'sham says, the 2 kav is for 2 meals. So it's really 1 kav. B'sham in this case are machmer, they're saying, you need to be mafresh challah, a woman, when she's baking challah at home, she has to be mafresh challah even from a smaller amount called a kav. And Basil say, no, only if she makes two kavim. Because they both admit that that's what a oimer is, a sirus ha'efa, it's a tenth of a kav. Fine, let's see inside. Shamay oimer mikav challah, from one kav. Vihil oimer mikav bayim, you need two kavim. Vachachamim oimerim. Not like Shammai, not like Hillel. Elo kav umechza, and who's the Allah like Chachamim? Kav umechza chayev bechala. Now, where do they come up with the kav umechza? Well, two things. First of all, Chachamim don't hold of this milabar. We're not going with the final amount. It's ten percent of the eighteen. So now you at one point eight. But here's something else that happened. They took all the measurements and six lug, let's say, went to five lug. In Yerushalayim, they decided because of inflation or whatever, they took all their measurements and made six into five, or 1.2 into one, any way you want to look at it. The Mela, 7.2 lug, which by the way, every lug is four eggs, so four times 7.2 equals 43 eggs, 7.2 went to 6. Great. Memeilo Chachamim have a new shear called Kav Umechza. They're not talking about the measurements that Shammai and Hill had in those days, which are Midbariyos, what they had in the desert. They had something else, Yerushalmi. So it's one and a half Kav. Next. Meshegdilu Amidois. Then there was another time that there was inflation and they went, they went back down from 6 to 5 again in Tzipairi. So now, Amru Chameshis Revoim Kemach. It went from six to five. Now it's five. Chameshis Revoim Kemach. Five lug. A lug and a reva same. Chayom Bechala. Rabbi Yossi Oimer, Chamisho Pturim, Chamisho Chayavim. So I we went through. We could go through. If you guys want, you could stick around and we'll go through the whole Rashi and everything. We'll spend two hours on all the Midas. We'll go through the Aska of Gudu, whatever it is. Fine. I think uh, the oilam here is very interesting then. Alright. So Rabbi Yaisi 
he says that the eggs in the in the midbar were slightly larger than what we have today. Slightly larger, we got to add a little bit, five percent. Let's add. So if you exactly have five, no challah. A little bit above five, five percent more. Now you are chayiv and challah. That's machlokes number one. Let's go to machlokes number two. Ve'idach. You have a mikvah. When I lived in Kensington, I helped build a mikvah in my own house. Check it out on East 4th Street, between Ditmas and F. Seven, I'm not going to say the middle digit, four. There's a middle digit there. So I know a little bit about mikvahs. There's a bar hashaka, bar zriya. Now, one of the things we needed to do is, we needed to get water, rainwater, into the mikvah, into the bar zriya and hashaka. Takes time, believe it or not, takes time. So now, what happens if one of my brothers comes along as it's filling up? You're at 35 saw, and he doesn't have patience. He takes some bottled water, he takes some water from the sinks, and pours it in. He could potentially pass the whole mikvah, and you have to start all over again. Once you have our boyim saw, once you have the 40 saw, you can add as much water as you want. You connect it to that's what they do. They have the, the, the one bar full of rainwater, there's a little hole, and then they, they could switch the water out. Now, how much water from the Shu'uvim ruins the mikvah water? Says Hillel, Hillel, remember Hillel, the famous Hillel from the roof, they found him as a piece of ice on the skylight. That's Hillel, that's the Rebbe. Hillel, one hin. Now, where did he get this word hin? Hin is 12 log. In, in, in terms of Gemara language, he's supposed to say 12 log, not a hin. He heard it from his Rebbe. Who's his Rebbe? Shmaya Naftalion, the famous Shmaya Naftalion. Who's Shmaya Naftalion? One of the, the two Gerim from the Rezugais. Final Zug, who's the final Zug? Hill and Shammai. Who's the first Zug? Those are the Yoisi Ben Yezer, Yoisi Ben Yechon, who we had the other day. These are five, the five Zugas, the beginning and the end. No, you need Tisha Kabim. Three times the amount. 36 Lug. Ruins. Less than 36. Over here, Shammai is Mekel. They say, if you pour in a ton of sink water, even 12 log, even 24 log, not possible. 36 log, only then does it become possible. We don't care about Hill, we don't care about Shammai. Two guys that used to knit, they would, what's the word? You guys don't know, you guys were born in Israel. Two Gardim, they uh, knew, you guys know the word. The guys that do this, you know, the women that, uh, weavers, weavers, fine, weavers. Mm-hmm. Knitting, weaving, Mishara Ashpot. They used to hang out, Shara <coughs> Ashpot, we know where that is, right? We think we know where it is. And they said in the name of Shmai Vavtalion. All you need is three. That's it. Big chumrah. Three log, you're done with the mikvah. You got to start all over. V'kimu chachomim es divreyem. Chachomim said Allah is like these two gardim who testified from Shmaev and Aftalion, three logim. You have Hillel says 12. You have Shammai says 36. You have chachomim who say, what do they say? Whatever. They said like the gardim. Come two gardim, two weavers, 
Oh, halach is like the two weavers. For this, Rabbi Isai, you have to see the most amazing Rashi. Says Rashi inside, I'm waiting until everybody gets it. Shnei Gardi Mishara Ashbois. Got it? Everybody has it? Listen to this Rashi. Incredible. B'mesechtes Eidus Mefarish. It explains in Mesechtes Eidus, Lama Huska Shemum Nasim. Who cares what these guys did for a living? And where they live, they live by Shara Asmus. No one should prevent himself from going to the Beis HaMedrash. There's nothing lower than a Gardi. Listen to this. If a person is a Gardi, all he does with his life is he sews, he, he stitches, he weaves, he... Di- He's a nobody. He can never, ever become a king and he can never, ever become a coin gadol. So if a guy is an electrician, and I'm saying electrician because I was an electrician once for a year and a half. That's how I started off. I wanted to be, I wanted to go to the bottom. I wanted to do real estate from the bottom up. So I worked for my, my wife's uncle for a year and a half. I started off at $9.75. I had two children. I got $9.75 an hour. So don't mess with me when it comes to electric. <coughs> I used to bend pipe in Chicago. You have to do electric through conduit, through metal pipes. You can't just throw wires through a wall because of the, all the, the union. So I know how to make a nice 90 degree angle on a pipe now. Probably don't know how to do it anymore. <laughs> so if you are a garbage man, you, the lowest of the low, and you're going to say to yourself, nah, who am I to, to learn that? Who am I to do Taira? I'm just a, a nobody. What neighbor did he live in the worst, in the worst neighborhood? I don't even know what it is today. They used to say Harlem, but today it's Choshev. Since they decided to learn Torah, so they're mentioned in the Gemara. They outdo Hillel and Shammai and Chachamim and everybody it's, the halacha is based on these gardim. It's amazing musr. Nobody should say to themselves that they're low and they, they're not worthy of learning Torah. Everybody's learning Torah. And whoever learns Torah, we could pask in halacha for Klai for generations based on these two people. Now if they were two shnooks, just gardim that never learned Torah, we didn't look at them. But because they learned Torah, we look at them now. Zog Gemara. So that's that. Vidach. What's the third machlaikas? If you learned Mesech uh, Nida with us, right before Shabbos, you're very familiar with this Machlekes. Mesech starts off with it and just continues throughout the whole Mesech. So I'll say outside, if a woman sees Dam, then anything she touches from that point on, any food, we're talking about Truma, is Tomei. In those days, they were very Makhbed on Tumah. Now obviously, when... The halacha is that the dam is metamo woman when it leaves the mekar, when it leaves her womb. Now it could take time, it could stay with inside until it comes out. So if she sees dam at 12 o'clock, perhaps it left the mekar at 11 o'clock. Maybe it took an hour to get out. So all the food that she touched within that hour should be tummy. So we have a machlaikis. Listen to this. dayon No! From the moment she sees Dam, that's when she's Mitama. Everything before that, even though physically it's almost impossible for it to happen instantaneously, she must have touched something. Let's say she touched, we know for a fact she touched a, a fruit 26 seconds ago. That's Tar. Dayon Shatter from this moment on. 
He's so machmer. He goes all the way back to the last time she did a bdika. Let's say she did a bdika. Rish Chodesh Elul. And today is... Uh, we did a Rish Chodesh benching for Nisan. All the way there. So let's go back a month, two months, five months, whenever the last time she did a bdika. Every fruit that she touched, every food she touched in between, Tommy. Has Corona. If the results of the test come back now, so we have to go back a few weeks. By the way, my shver does not have corona. Fake news. They told me in Chicago he has corona, he took the test and he just got the results. We just found out that, so Baruch Shemi doesn't. But the Satama Rebbe does have, so I don't know. Zok de Va'afilu liyomim harbe, says Hill. Even if it means many, many days. Chachamim say something interesting. I'll just say it outside real quickly. They go by the by the least amount of time. So it's either 24 hours or the last bdika. So let's say she did a bdika five hours ago. We go by the bdika because it's the least amount of hours. Let's say she did, she did a bdika two days ago. We go Mazel Tov Rabbi Leader. I see you now. Shalom Aleichem Mazel Tov. Let's say she did a bdika two days ago, so we go by the Meis Leis, we go only 24 hours back. So whatever is the least amount. Let's see inside. Ela Meis Leis, Mimayit, it's the least. Ayidei Mepkida Lepkida, Mepkida Lepkida, Mimayit, Ayidei Meis Leis. Ayad Meis Leis. So if you do a bdika, that could be less than 24 hours, if it was less time than 24 hours. Those are the three Machlekesin. Ask the Gemara... What's the first machlokes of Klai Yisrael? The first machlokes that ever, ever existed. We had Moshe Rabbeinu, he gave us the Torah, everything was great. We knew the halachas. What was the first, first, first machlokes? I believe it's this right here. If a person brings a carbon, a carbon and dava, on Yantif, you do smicha. You have to lean all your weight on a carbon's head. But leaning your weight on a carbon's head consists, it'll be like riding an animal. You're not allowed to ride an animal, Yantif. So what do you do? To do it before Yantif, you can't do because it has to be smicha, kariv, it has to be right away. Whatever the Lashon is. I forgot the Lashon. If I had Dailam here, they would help me out. Smicha, let's see if I could. Ah, chaval, we need the Lashon, we need Dailam. We should unmute. What's the Lashon Rabbi say? Oh, Teikef. Very good. Smicha Teikef Le. Anybody? What are you saying, Mayor? What are they saying? I don't hear. What? Smicha Teikef Le Shechita. Okay, if that's it, fine. Thank you, Shkoyach. Oh, mute them, put them all back. Mute. Bye-bye. Yeah, we got to mute them. Shkoyach, or Boisai. 90 people on Zoom. Unbelievable. Wow, wow. We're getting closer to the real numbers that we had on Matzi Shabbos. Last week, Matzi Shabbos, we had over 100 people. Okay, so I understand some of you are very, very busy at home. You got a deal. It's hard to learn at home sometimes. The kids are running around. V'chulu. But uh, v'chulu v'chulu. Hil <laughs> aloymer. Lismoich. 
Bill says, if you have, bring a carbon on Yontif, you do smicha. You don't do smicha. So we have another machlaikas. What are you telling me? There's no, there's a fourth machlaikas. This is an old machloikis. This is the beginning of time, way before Shammai and Hillel. This is already by the Zuga, the beginning of the Zugas. <coughs> We're not counting a machloikis that Shammai and Hillel re-argue over. This is an old machloikis. Ask the Gemara, somebody who's carrying his grapes. Why does he want to have grapes? Rashi points out he wants to have grapes because he wants to make wine. Versus grapes for raisins. Because wine, I want to have the outcome of these grapes. I want to have wine. I want to have the, the liquid that comes out. I can always go like this. This is how I learn. But that would be disturbing to... Oh, you don't see it on YouTube either? Okay, great. Thank you. Dark house here. Yeah, but I need it over here. Alright. Uh, corona time. Anyway, we know that in order to make something Tomei, we had it the other day, you have to pour a little water on it. Now one of the mashkim, one of the seven liquids, happens to be grape juice or wine. So if you have grape juice that comes out of the grape, it should be moksha lekabel tumah, ready, susceptible for tumah. But that's only if I want this liquid to touch my grape. Does this guy want the liquids to start coming out of his grapes? He just picked them. He wants to bring it to the factory. He doesn't want it to come out in the truck. So Shammai says, because I could use a waterproof clay, I could, I could have a clay with tar on the inside, and it's going to catch all my juice anyways. And I'm going to use that juice, so I'm okay with it. Therefore, Shammai Oimer Huchshar, it's Mekabotumah. No, I have to say I want this. So here's Machlokes number four. That doesn't count. Hillel actually admits to Shammai that Allah is like Shammai, that it is Machshel Kabotuma, so that's not considered a Machlokes. Next, if you're just joining us now, and if you just started Shas right now, because you want to do Tshuva, and you want to learn a little Torah, because you're in quarantine and you realize that we need to learn Torah, Starting a brand new Masechta. It's called Masechta Shabbos, Daft Hezvav, Amin Aleph. Yoisi ben Yoyezer is Shreda. Yoisi ben Yoichanan is Yerushalayim. Who are these? These are the first of the Zugos. They are probably the ones that started that whole Machloikas about Smicha, not Smicha. That's the first Machloikas. Gozru, Tumah, Alert, So Amin Vakleishuch. So now the Gemara is going to rip apart everything that we learned the other day. We mentioned it in passing. This exact halacha, that they are the ones that said that dirt from any other country is mitama. Why? We're going to see. Because perhaps, Chaim, there's no talking to your father, Reb Mati, while we're learning. What are you doing over there? You think I don't see you? All right. <laughs> it's great. Zoom is unbelievable. Everybody's behaving besides Chaim. Terrible, terrible. Look at that. Avi Gargir, is that you, Avi? That's Avi with his son, and they're behaving, they're not talking, you know, okay, doesn't matter. 
And Yeshua Aaron Price is still, no, he looks good. He looks like he's not sick anymore. He got the test and he's good. What are we doing? Ooh, happy anniversary, Yosef Biliak. Where is he? Where's Yosef Biliak? Wow. Givaldi. Okay. So now, the Goyim are not very careful with the grades. They could bury somebody anywhere. Happy anniversary, not birthday. What are you talking about? Happy anniversary to him and his wife. Great. So, <laughs> since Goyim are not mocked on marking their caves, so you don't know where somebody was buried, not buried. So we have to be concerned that perhaps somebody buried somebody, somebody, some, somebody somewhere. They plowed it. Now there's a small little piece in the ground somewhere. And you're going to bring this. You're going to hold it. You're going to touch it. This dirt is Tommy. And they said that glassware, not plastic, but glass is also Tommy. Ask the Gemara of Rabban and the Shmanim Shana Gazur. It's not Yosef ben Yezer, the Zugais. It's much later, at a different time, the Rabbanon that were 80 years before the Chur ben Habayis. Uh-oh. Am I stuck? Just turn off the camera, turn it back on. Uh-huh. On my screen, it looks like I'm stuck. Lazi, do me a favor. Oh, yeah. the computer froze. Everybody's on. I see everybody. Uh-oh. Wait, wait for the Maybe it's the internet. Do you guys see me or not? Up or down? See me or not? No. You don't see me. But they can hear me. We're going to restart. They could hear, but they can't see. I see you guys. That's very interesting. I could see you guys. Oh, wow. But, Rabbi said, we have to move. We have to keep on moving because YouTubers are still watching. Don't forget about YouTube. We have 91 guys on Zoom. How many guys do we have at then? No, this is not good for... Let me remove this. Okay. Everybody's back? We're on? You hear me? Yes? Hear me? What do you mean I'm going up and down? Who's calling me now? What, what does it say? Who's calling me? It doesn't say who? It said, um, okay, here. You, this is back up. Go, go. No, but he's muted. He's muted. Because you're on a different, you're, you have two Zoom thing, sessions running. Simultaneously. You guys see me or no? Hmm? Only hmm? One. Zoom there. Only one. Close one now. They don't see me. No, they might see you. They didn't hear you. They can't hear. Return to meeting. See, no, no volume. We're, you're muted and they are leaving a little dust. They ate Zahara, they ate Zahara, Rabbi Sai. Ay, ay, How's it going, guys, on YouTube? He's listening on YouTube. Yeah, we're on. Okay, we're going to read it. Here, just tell me what you want to do. What's the Zahara move? No, no, it's showing that it's going. Oh. On YouTube. He says it's on. I saw somebody say it's on. Avram Lewis said it's on. It's on. Okay, we are on, but we're not the host. They're muted. They're muted? Could they hear you? Could you hear me? Raboisa, could you hear me? They can't hear you. Thumbs up. Or thumbs up. Could you see me? Could you hear me? Hear me? See me? Apparently they can't hear you. Okay, let's restart the meeting. 
He's saying no. It's a horror having his way. Here, maybe we should show them what's going on on YouTube so they hop. Bear with us two minutes, we'll be back, Bezer Hashem. Is there a meeting session now? Do you see him anywhere? Hello. How are all these guys on? I cannot become the host. Okay, we are on. We are on. Volume, good, great. Let's do this. We're boys. I knew Sugya. I told you it's a new. He's apology. Why did it happen? We don't know. We're new, very new to Zoom. I apologize to everybody on YouTube as well because. We have 90-something people on Zoom, so we had to be considerate to them. Yoisi ben Yoezer, straight up Yoisi ben Yoichon, Yishu Shlaim, Gozer Tum Aler, Tzam Vakle Shuches. Ask the Gemara of our Rabbanan, the Shmanim Shona Gozer. It's not Yoisi ben Yoezer, it's somebody else, the Rabbanan, 80 years. What does that mean? Domer of Kahano. Kishachalor Rabbi Yishmol, Rabbi Yoisi, when Rabbi Yishmol, the son of Rabbi Yoisi, became ill. Shalcholoi, Rabbi, this is the famous Rabbi Yoisi. So they wanted to hear before Rabbi Shmuel leaves this world, they wanted to hear from him what his father said. Maybe there's something new that they didn't hear. Shochuloi Rebbe, Rabbi Shmuel, Tell us at least two, three things from Rabbi Yossi. This is what my father Rabbi Yossi said. 180 years before Churban Abayis, the second bias. Hoshda Malchus Yisrael, the Romans came in there. We could already feel that they're coming. 180 years before. Shmoinim Shana Achalichar Abayis. And 80 years beforehand, and this is what we're talking about, the Rabbanon of 80 years. This is where it is. Gozru Tumal Eretz Amim They're the ones that made a Gzeira of Tuma on Eretz Amim. And on glassware, which we are not going to be discussing that much. And 40 years before the Churban Abayis, Sanhedrin, the 71, they moved to Chanuyos. Next door, not too far away, next door. Here's somebody in a car. That's unbelievable. I like this. The guy's learning Zoom in a car. I think his name is Eli. If I could read his name. Yeah, that guy. Very nice, beautiful. He doesn't want to be with himself anyway, so he runs the sun. He's in a, a, a bidud in his own car. What's the difference right now where they moved to? There's no more penalty dinim. If somebody owes kafel or any kind of knas, no more. Why not? Bezden, you don't even need a Sanhedrin. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you don't need them to be where they are. Now, by the way, in order to do Dina Nefashis, do you need a full Sanhedrin of 71? No. 
Even the smaller 23 one could do it. However, once the main Sanhedrin moves from their Lishkas HaGazas, from their place they're supposed to be in the base Amigdash, even it's next door to Chanuyas, no more Dinu Nefashas. Okay, so we have a question. It says, Rabbi Yossi said right before he died, that his father said that the Chachamim, 80 years before the Chorban, they're the ones that instituted Tumah on the dirt of Eretz Amim. So, Mamela, why are you telling me it's Yosef and Yehezer? Why are you telling me it's the Zugais? So, if you're going to tell me that maybe the Zugais, Yosef and Yehezer, and the other Yosef, they were both in the 80 years before the Churban Abayas, but Tanya, make sure that YouTube is on, because I just heard something on YouTube. So, Hillel Azakin, which who discussed, his son, these are the Nassim, it went in, it was the Yerusha, it was like Rebbes, this is where the Rebbes get it from. Hillel, and then his son, Reb Shimon, and then his son, Reb Gamliel, and then his son, Reb Shimon. As Rashi points out, this is Reb Shimon from Harugi Malchus. Only their grandson was the famous Reb Shimon ben Gamliel later on. We're not talking about him. These four, the hundred years before Churban Abayashani, he had Hillel and his son and his grandson and his great-grandson, Nassim. No, that's Hillel. Who is Hillel's Rebbe? Shmaya Naftal. They were the last, they were one before the last of the Zugas. And Yosef Yezer is five before them. So it can't be that Yosef Yezer was in that time. 80 years before the Churban. They were way before, hundreds of years before. <clears throat> Couple hundred years, maybe. Says the Gemara. Way before. Four diaries before. However long a diary in those days was. Says the Gemara. The Gemara is going to make a few attempts until we get to the final attempt. Yosem Yezer was Gozer on a lump. Of, of dirt from Eretz Amim. What? Listroy, to burn. Vavira, Veloiklum. So basically, what the Gemara is going to do here is say that there was different stages of the Xero. This stage right here, the, the attempt that the Gemara is saying right now is very difficult because when you make such an attempt, when you make Xero, you want to be careful that people actually ob- obey by the Xero, they go by the Xero, they don't make fun of it. You can't make a Xero, or they just Ridicule it completely. When you have truma, when truma gets tame, becomes tame, you have to burn it if it's the raisa. But to tell me that a truma that touched a piece of dirt that came from America, because maybe a guy buried his grandfather in his backyard, and then some other guy came with a tractor and plowed it and made a matzah meal out of his grandfather's bones, and you have a little tiny piece of his bone, and people are going to say, what? And for that I'm going to burn my truma? Because that touched it? The Mar says, yeah, in the beginning. Now, you are airborne over America. Nothing happens. There's no oil, there's no anything coming up out of the out of the ground. So many years later, what did the, the Rabban and Shmanim Shana do? They said, you know what, let's add something. Let's say that if somebody was in the ear. The airspace is also Tomei in Chutzlars, in America, in England, and in Zimbabwe, 
than in South Africa. You have to be toila. What does toila mean? That's typical for any Suffolk de Rabbanon that you have on Truma, you, you toil it, you let it hang, you don't, you don't burn it, you just leave it. Burning is, is like extreme. As the Gemara of we learned yesterday, right when they instituted the, the Gzeira, that you have to wash your hands before you touch Truma, or any hands that are not washed and they touch Truma, you must burn it. But that's a one-time thing, and that's only by Yodayim. Out of the nine things we learned yesterday, only Yodayim was so strict that you burn, right? Maybe not. No. Maybe I make a mistake. Back upon him, yeah, it says Yodayim Lesreifos. The Gemara understands that Yodayim only and not Afar Chutzlaretz. Yodayim Odetchilz Gzerosim Sreifo, Hamidi Achin Eloi. Says the Gemara, also inu gazur agusha litlois vaavir evleiklum. So, new attempt. We have to say that Yosi ben Yoyezer, the the first zug that ever existed, they instituted exera and they said that dirt is not to be burnt. It's only litlois. We're gonna make exera. Perhaps somebody's buried in there and there's a little bone. If it touches my truma. Don't eat the truma. What do you do? Put it in a box, set it aside. The avir and the ear space, nothing. And then came another stage. They added. Now, once you, like Bibi, right? Boy, say, I think it's a good idea not to go out of the house. And then all of a sudden he hits you with, don't go out of the house. But not completely. You could go if you want this and that. And then tomorrow he's going to come. And then he gets us good, and we're in the house. It's like Mitzrayim also, you know, you go, you go slowly. You don't, you don't just jump in and tell the Oilam, hey, you have to work 24-7 and make me Tevin. You do it a little bit. Badraga. Okay. Ask the Gemara, wait a minute. There's a, there's a third step here you forgot about. You forgot about Usha. Usha is many years later. It's not even... It's not even the Rabbanim of Shmonishana, it's later, after the Khurban Usha. It's not. You have to burn the Truma because of six Sveikos that we have. Al Safik Besapras. What's a Besapras? The famous field that, according to Rashi, there's a grave buried in a field and we don't know where the grave is. Tysus asks, that's in the Mishnah, that's one of the three cases of Beis Pras. That happens to be a Deiraisa. I like to say, says Toysavis, it's a Derabanon. It's where they buried somebody and they plowed it over, and now you're dealing with small fragments of bones. Fine. But it's Beis Pras. But the whole Beis Pras is a Suffolk. You don't know where the, the either according to Rashi, you, you don't know where the grave is, or you don't know where the pieces of bones are. That's our Sugya. All dirt from Eretz Amim, dirt from Chutz Laaretz, you have to burn Truma. And where's all this? In Usha. Baal Safik Bigdi Amaretz. All clothing of Amaretz that touches Truma, burn the Truma. Why? Because maybe the Amaretz's wife sat on the, on the clothing. And what is that called? And she's Anida. What is that called? Medris. Tumas Medris. She doesn't even have to touch it. She said, that's why we say all our couches today are all Tomei, Tumas Medris. 
You find a vessel. Oh, look what I found. In those days, a kli cost $1,000. I'm just making that up. But it shouldn't cost that much. A guy had to sit there. Can you imagine pouring the, 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 the metal and shaping it for hours? So if you find a kli, and you don't want to do a Shabbos Aveda, but you have to assume that it's tummy. Maybe someone that's tummy touched it. If that kli touches your truma, burn the truma. Valsafaka Roikin. Ooh. Spit. Spit is really bad. It has corona in it. But more importantly, it might have ziva in it. You don't know. Maybe a zav or a zava spit. And that's a tumma. That's avatumma medoiraiso. So if that touches my... If that touches my... When I was a kid, I lived in Farakaway. That's, that's the only thing I remember. I remember the, the non-Jews. I'm not going to mention what kind. Constantly spitting. I don't know. It was a thing then. I don't think they do that anymore. The half two. Every two seconds, people are spitting. So maybe it's uh, one of those clowns. No, I have to assume that maybe it's a ziva. Now, is also one of the liquids that comes out of a zava and a zava that are tome midaraisa, the avatuma. But what happened here is you found it right next to meiragli behema. Meiragli behema of an animal are not tome. So now you have a, really a svexveka because. You have, it could be, what you're looking at here, this urine you're looking at could be from an animal. That's one suffix. And even if it's a human, it could be not a zav and a zava. That's a suffix. You t- it touched, it physically touched. You have to burn the truma. Al vaday magon, if you certainly touched, val suffix tum asan sarfin is truma. So you burn the truma. And he adds a piece here. And this is really a, a Svexveka. You have a piece of dirt that came from Chutzlaretz. This piece of dirt is a huge Suffolk. I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a piece of bone in here, maybe not. I mean, the chances are very slim. But it's a big Suffolk. And now I have a Suffolk if I even touched it. Look, I don't know. Maybe yes, maybe not. But now because of Corona, we can understand what the problem is. If somebody's a Suffolk, you put them in quarantine, you, you, you do bidud, no? A lot of time. I mean, it, it, it hits home a lot better now. Yeah, what's the big deal? It's Tommy, it's Suffolk. No, Suffolk, you got to be careful. Tumma is worse than, than Corona. We don't know why, but it's worse. So we, have a con- we know the concept that anytime you have a Suffolk Tumma in Rishus Harabim, we had it in the beginning of this Masechta, Tar. And here we have a double suffix. So what do you do? According to Rabbi Yossi, you burn the truma on this suffix. Wait a minute. Don't be so fast to burn. Let's do a clear. Let's put it aside. Like we always do to hire him because the suffix of Rishul is tar. What happened over there? Okay. These six Sveikas were in Usha. So what are you telling me that this Chachamim, that 80 years before the Churban, or it's the beginning of the Zugais, 200 years beforehand, let's say, this is way later in Usha. This whole concept of dirt from Chutzlar says Tamim. Says the Gemara, okay, let me, let me make it straight here. This makes a lot of sense, actually. 
The beginning of the Zugais, they took the dirt and they said, let's make it Talui. Let's not burn it. Thank you, Nachman Yishkoyach. Let's not burn it. I mean, Mordechai. I'm talking, thinking about seltzer. Let's not burn it. Let's put it aside. The Avir of and don't do anything about the airspace. Nothing. Later on, 150 years later, four diaries later, Gazer Agushal they said, okay, let's, let's up it up a little bit. One step more than what we have until now. Until now we said, this fruit, you can't eat the truma, but don't burn it, put it aside in a box. They said, no, let's burn it, let's make it like a diorizer. Oh, did I just skip? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, nobody's here to fix me. Nobody here. I could have messed up and all these guys are going like this. Rabbanon said both, we got to step it up. So what do you do? They didn't step up the, the, the touching. They stepped up the ear. Ear space now became the same like touching. Even ear space is Tomei's Metama. What way? So if I take an apple and I go like this over Chutz Laaretz, now the apple I cannot eat. I don't burn it, I put it aside. And the third Takana. Yes, so in fact, every single one of these things is right. There was a from Rabbi Yosef and Yezer. There was a from Rabbanon of Shemayim Shana. And finally there's a Usha. Each one took it to another level. They took up, they took the piece of dirt and said, instead of it being toila, you actually burn it. But they didn't take up the airspace. So what do we have? The final, final thing. What do we have today? Dirt from Chutz Laaretz, you burn. If you touch truma to the dirt, you have to burn the truma. But if your fruit went in the airspace of Chutz Laaretz, all you do is you put it aside, you don't burn it, but you cannot eat it. What's wrong with, uh, with, with glassware? Why is there tumma? It's not mentioned in the Torah. Because glass is similar to klicheres. How do you create glass? With sand. And therefore, it's similar to a klicheres. I didn't have a chance, Bezer Hashem for tomorrow. I want to make a chart of the differences between earthenware, a klicheres, and a klibarzel, metalware. What comes to mind is that a klicheres is metama metoychay. We're going to see tomorrow a lot more. If I stick an avela, if my hand is a mouse, and I go like this inside my cup, then my cup, without touching it, my cup becomes tummy. Whereas a, a metal, uh, let, let's say I have a becher, and I do the same thing, I put a mouse into my kiddush cup, it doesn't become. What else? If you have pshutekliates, you have flatware, pshutekliates is not metama, pshutekliates is. What other things are there? There's about four or five differences. Okay? We're going to see some of them here. Now, also, earthenware, once it becomes Tomei, you don't go to the mikvah. There's nothing to do with it. You could break it, and then it will become tar. 
now, now you're dealing with a broken kli. Metal, if it becomes tame, you dunk into the mikvah, and it's tar. So now we just compared glassware to earthenware, because we said that glass is created the same way earthenware is created, with sand. Says the Gemara, they made glassware like cheres, like earthenware, and therefore they said it's tummy. So ask the Gemara, if you're going to say the glassware is like cheres, now you have to compare it to cheres in everything. We know you can take a glassware and dunk it in the mikvah and it becomes tar, but you cannot do so with earthenware. But if it's like earthenware, because it was created like earthenware, you shouldn't be able to put it in the mikvah. And how do I know I can put glassware in the mikvah? It says in the Mishnah, What creates a chatzitza? Meaning if I put a kli in the mikvah, it's not a good tvila. Something that I care about, something that's on top of my kli, and it bothers me, I don't want it to be there, that will create a chatzitza. Hazefes, tar. I put tar in my kli, <laughs> I don't, want my, I don't want tar there. And the water never got to my kli because it's preventing the water. V'hamar, b'kli, Oh, it says glassware in the mikvah. So I could put a glass in the mikvah. Just make sure there's no tar on it. There's no mar on it. So could you put a glass in the mikvah or not? If you're comparing it to kli cheres, I shouldn't be able to put it in the mikvah. What's wrong, Ellie? What? I mean Levi, not Ellie. Levi's saying something's disgusting. We're ready. We're ready. Oh, you're ready with your guitar. Hold on, we're not done. Two more minutes. Two more minutes. Hold on. I didn't know. That's a nice surprise, but Yishkoyach. Rabbi say stick around on Zoom and we're going to have a shtickle kumzitz, he says. But I don't know. He's going like this. Why are you going like this, Levi? That's why I asked. I saw you. Don't think I'm not watching. Don't think I'm not watching. <laughs> okay. You're right. Says the Gemara, glassware does not go into the mikvah. What happened was, I had a little hole in my glass. And I want to fix it. So what do I do to fix my glass? I stoop it up. I put a little lead. And I put the lead into my hole. Can you imagine I used to live in those days? I have a nice glass. I'm a l'chaim. But there's a little hole here. Don't look. You put your hand to cover it. But on my glass turned... Why? But it's glass. No. According to a mayor, it's, we're looking at a metal kli. He filled it up. He filled up the hole with lead. It's all... What is a kli? Whatever keeps the kli together. If at this point in time, I wouldn't have a kli because I didn't have my lead, so the lead is what's, my, my kli is a piece of lead. Unbelievable. And with that we're going to be finishing today. That what, according to Remeir, this kli is, according to Chachamim, it's Tahar. We don't see, we don't say that this glass is a broken glass, like a broken piece of cheres. No. You have to go buy the maimed. And the maimed, you have a piece of... You have a piece of, how do you say, avar, lead. You have a piece of lead 
that's holding up my kli. So now my kli turns into a metal kli. Have a wonderful week. If you stick around, we're going to have some fun now. We're going to schmooze it out. We're going to have a little bit of a kumzit. Yeah? Levi, you ready? Where is he? Undo everybody. You can leave it on for a few minutes if you want.